Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 16, 2022. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy in BC has been conducting a conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer. And please put your camera on so that we can promote if you're a newcomer. Rajesh? Hi, Rahul. Thanks for your time today. Um, my question is, I have my GC priority date is March 2014. Um, and as part of the downgrade in October 2020, I filed EB3 to EB2 pending 485. And mm-hmm. my 140 is uploaded in EB3 as well. Um, and we received um, EADs and AP. So recently mm-hmm. in, my, in April last week, my immigration team filed 485J to port me back to EB2. Um, based mm-hmm. on the USCIS alert. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's an interfiling or not exactly, but right now I have a job offer and, and uh, I would like to know what my options are. Can I take this? Um, they, are telling, they are telling, they are telling, what's the, what's the percentage of difference of salary you're getting? Um, 30%. I would not know. Um, the reason is that I don't know where the USCIS came up with this six months rule that if you change mm-hmm. the company after you interfile 485J supplement moving to EB3 to EB2, they are telling that you will be stuck with EB3. You will not be given EB2 priority. Got it. Got it. Can I use the EAD with the new company at all? Like, you know, right now I'm, you know, I'm using H1. You can, but you will be risking, you will be risking yourself to get stuck with EB3. EB, you'll be risking yourself to get stuck with EB3 if you want to. I mean, meaning use EAD, work for both of them until I get my GC with the primary or the, the company that filed my downgrade process. Until then, you can do and so. Then, okay. You can do so if you want to. Then Not what happens to my the same company versus? Then what will happen to my H1B um, when I use EAD it with my company? No, we will not know that you will use. They won't know you. Okay. So my primary company wouldn't know that I'm using EAD with another company. Next person, please. You're asking the same question at the answer. Krishnamai. Sorry, Kiranmai. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is uh, Venkat. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, can you hear me? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Uh, I can hear you very clearly. Yeah, my priority date is July 2014. Uh, and uh, in EB3, I did downgrade in October 2020. And now uh, I am eligible for uh, interfiling. Uh, but 
similar situation to Rajesh uh, earlier. Uh, I got one more offer, like, uh, and the drug screen and everything is done. And then, What's your uh, priority date? Uh, July 2014. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, uh, the answer won't be answer won't change. It's the same. If yeah, you uh, are moving within six months after they file the 485J supplement, you have 50% risk that you'll be stuck with EB3. Okay, my, my main question is, uh, if I interfile and leave to company B, uh, can company A do something? Uh, the worst case is I will stuck in EB3, is that right? Or can, can company I'm, A do something? I cannot imagine. I don't think so. They can do anything else. The worst case will be you'll be stuck with EB3. Okay, I can interfile and go and take a chance. The worst case is I can, I'll be stuck in EB3. Uh, for until yeah. it becomes and and don't file the 48J supplement if you move though. Wait until six months passes, okay? Okay, in the new company. The new company, just mm -hmm. to let them hold on until uh, something happens. Yeah. Or That's right. Until there is an RF or something like that. Okay. okay. The reason is that I, you don't want to let them know that you move to a different company unnecessarily. Okay. And can I file my medicals along with uh, Interfile now or should I wait? No, we do, we do recommend to file it separately. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Krishna Pakala. Hi, uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, my priority date is February 2014, uh, EB2. Um, so it was a brand new... Uh, 485 that I filed in uh, April, I got a receipt date of May 10th. Um, and the receipt number shows MSC, uh, but I filed in uh, to Arizona Service Center uh, in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering mm -hmm. uh, if, uh, what are my chances to get the green card before October or will it be 16, 18 months like the processing it shows? Yours is a national benefit center. There is no Arizona service center. It's just a lockbox. We mail the application, they process it there. Okay. <coughs> Sorry about that. So you, you have a good chance because it's a national benefit center, but there's no guarantee that it will be approved soon. It can take two months. It can take 18 months. Okay. Thank you. <coughs> Next question. Sorry about that. Hi, uh, this is Anil. Uh, so my priority date is 2014 August. Uh, so in 2020, I did downgrade from EB2 to EB3. Uh, so uh, recently with the June, June visa bulletin, uh, the priority date, what I'm I have aware. is current. I am pretty aware of the June visa bulletin. Yeah, Go so uh, my attorney is saying that they did amend it back then, not as a new petition when they went from uh, EB2 to EB3. So, okay, file EB2 what... again. File EB2, file EB2, so, again. So, my EB3, which was applied back then, is not approved yet. So, do you think I'm still in EB2? Or I'm Here is the problem, though. If you want to withdraw the EB3, though, you will be in Nagarka, Nagatka. And if you want to refile the I-140 and if you want to refile the 485 though, then what will happen if you withdraw the EB3? They will do one thing. They will approve the EB3 and then they will withdraw it. Okay. 
So the best thing right now for you to do is file an I-140 under EB-2. Luckily, right now, they're accepting premium processing, much better than okay. previously. As soon as you get the receipt notice, you file the premium processing. Once the I-140 is approved, you can then at that point of time, interfile, or if you're still on H-1B, refile. Okay, thank you. That was the question. Yeah, make sure you file EB-2 immediately. Next person, please. Deepak. Uh, hi, hi Rahul Garu. Uh, this is Deepak. So I was on L1A uh, with company X. Now I moved to company B on my H1 transfer. I have I-140 with priority 2015 March, um, March in EB3. So I, I switched the company. Is it, with, uh, is it with company A or company B you have the I-140 control? I can have a company with company A with when I was okay. having H1. So I moved to uh, company B now. Now my wife's H4, H4 got approved, um, but the L2 EAD, which we uh, I requested for an extension, it got an RFE for a new photo. Okay, but the so H4 what, is approved. Uh, but now H4 is approved. Uh, H4 is approved. The extension is approved. And you, but are, EAD, you are on H1B. Now I am in H1B. Did you file H4 EAD? Yeah, I did file H4 EAD. Uh, while replying the L2 EAD RFE, uh, what I did is I attached a request for to process my H4 EAD uh, uh, to adjudicate uh, with photos and uh, the the receipt notice and the you know um, other uh, you know employment uh, uh, offers which okay, she has. Okay, what happened then? The, within two months, they approved the H4 uh, extension, but then H4 EAD. H4 EAD is not approved. My question is, can she work with <laughs> now? Uh, because she has approved H4, I mean, L2 EAD before. <clears throat> no, the EAD extension has to be in the same class. It cannot be different class. Oh, it should be in the same class. Okay. Yeah. So we Next need to wait. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, you need to wait. Thank you. No one? Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, uh, good evening. Uh, my case is uh, I am on uh, F1 uh, CPT, but uh, my I1 uh, H1B got approved under consular processing under uh, company A. But uh, recently, mm -hmm. a job offer and uh, my change of status is going on with company B. And uh, it's under USCIS premium processing. But uh, last week, I also applied for one more position and I got one more job offer. And uh, that's a good offer, good opportunity for me. But I want to work with the company, the new company, which I got the offer. And they are asking me. Yeah. So they are asking my immigration documents. So should I have to disclose about my company be on ongoing change of status? No, you don't have to. One problem I have with you is that how is the company B going to get the H1B approval? On change what of basis? Status. Change of status. How? You're not counted towards the H1B number. They didn't apply in the lottery. Yeah, but they are changing my uh, status uh, by I7. And, is I, it don't I, don't, I don't know how they are changing though. How would company C change the status for you now? Uh, the fragment. You are, for, I will tell you why I'm asking this question. Technically, you're not counted toward the H1B lottery number yet. Mm -hmm. To be counted toward the lottery number, 
one of the two things need to happen. One, H-1B must be approved with the I-94, which you don't have it. Mm-hmm. And you must have a passport stamping of H-1B, which you don't have it. Right. How would company B get the change of status? I don't know about that, okay? There may be sometimes, there are sometimes they do one mistake. But to answer your question, you don't have to disclose company B's information right now. No, company C will also do the, because the company C, Microsoft is the company. So they have a good immigration maybe because uh, they are asking. I don't know. You, you, you try them. Yeah. You don't have to mention company B to them. And the chances okay. of approval is possible? I don't know. You have to feedback. Give me the feedback. I don't understand how they can approve it. But whether it's a Microsoft, Apple, it doesn't matter because you're not counted towards the money number, according to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, when you deal with the HR, it's different. When you deal with the immigration laws, it's, it's different. When it goes to the immigration, though, they will look at it differently. Though. But you can try your luck. You don't have to mention company B. Uh, but my my request to you is that go and get the stamping with company ASH1D. That will be the best thing they can do. You are eligible under the Dropbox right now. Next right, person, right. please. Thank you. Srini? Thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul Reddy. Thank you for your session. Uh, uh, it's really great service to the community. I have two questions. One, I have one EB3 140 pending. But I already filed 485 with EB2, 140 is approved. Is the EB3 140 a blocker for my 485 decision? Or should I withdraw or I, should I go for immigration, uh, like premium process for- Is, it, is it that you got the labor certification application approved in EB, EB2 and then first you filed the EB3 and then you filed the EB2 afterwards? First I filed EB2. But we were doing EB3 okay. as a uh, second chance uh, because we don't know okay. which one. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. EB3 I140 is a blocker for you. I don't uh, see that. My priority date was Jan 2012. It's pending. I applied in September last year. But I would not. I would not withdraw the EB3 if I were you. Is that okay if I do premium for that also? Would that be okay or it's not required? That's fine. That's fine. It's not required. But it's fine if you do it, it won't harm you. Okay, thank you very much. I have the second question. Sorry. Uh, my spouse 4AD expired in December. We applied H4 for AOS, but not renewed H4 earlier. Can we renew now? And she's eligible under 540, 540, auto Did you? No. If you're filing an EAD extension after it expired, she's not eligible for the auto extension. Yeah, but we, okay, we have now new I-94, which is valid, uh, yeah, still it's not. A, yeah, but you said that her EAD expired in December of 2021, and you never filed the extension of it before the EAD expired. So, since you didn't file the extension before, even though she has a valid I-94, she's not eligible for the 540 days extension. Next person, please. Thank you for taking my call, Rahul sir. I have a quick question. Uh, our mm-hmm. uh, priority date is June 2014, and it will be current mm-hmm. next month, final action day. Uh, we filed mm-hmm. our uh, we filed our application in the month of April 18, but still October, uh, recipient- April 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 two- uh, 2020 2022. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. no, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, last month we filed our EB2 straight application 
485. Uh, but uh, still, we are waiting for our receipt notice. So I was wondering why it is taking like more than a month or so, because on the website, it says two to three weeks for receiving a receipt notice. So No, ma'am, it's taking that much time. Uh, we are taking, uh, I'm just looking at one of the application, check cash today. Seems that we filed it on April 1st week, ma'am. Okay. I'm looking into my things. Okay. Most of them are, oh, all, all of them are filed. Most of them are filed in April 1st week, ma'am, that we got cash today. Okay. Sounds good, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Next person, please. Daval. Uh, good evening, Raul Reddy. Uh, I have a quick question about uh, my stuff. Uh, so my final action date is current in EB2 uh, with my previous employer. And as uh, previously you suggested, went to my previous employer. Sorry? I'm sorry, can you repeat again? So my final action date is current in EB2 with my previous employer. And as you suggested earlier, I went to my previous sorry. employer. Sorry, I, I am. I had some problem with my year thing. Your final action date is current, okay? That's all I know. Yeah, with my previous employer. Uh, okay. So as you suggested, I went to my previous employer and uh, he, he agreed to do concurrent H1B for me along with my, wherever mm -hmm. I'm working. Uh, so he marketed mm -hmm. me and uh, I got selected with more than one clients. Now he wants me to work for two clients together. Is it okay to do that on concurrent H1B? Yeah, nothing wrong. But remember you said like uh, when you file concurrent HLB, you mentioned five to 40 hours. Now it will be like 80 hours. Uh, so how should he file the I-129? The, the, here, is, here is a question though. Here is a question though. You are working with Deloitte. If Deloitte has Pepsi and Coca-Cola, you're only working for 40 hours for uh, Deloitte. Right. Pepsi and Coca-Cola are their clients. Right. Right. Correct. Where is the 80 hours coming with the employer B? So it, it shouldn't matter, right? Like uh, I'm working for Deloitte. I don't see. Whatever. I don't see any problem in there. I don't see any oh. problem in there. So what? Uh, what should they write while filing one I one twenty nine? Remember, you say still put five to forty hours. Still put five to five forty, 40 hours. hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So now, sir, there is a very small question again. Uh, so in March, my current company, current company where I'm currently working. The attorney thought that I'm ready to file I-485. So I did my medical on March 4th. And then they realized that, oh, wait, our paperwork is only supporting EB3 and you are not current for EB3. Uh, so the medicals are there with me. Can I use that medical with my previous employer, which is like more than 72 days old now? Yeah, you can use it. You can so use them. Perfect. I can use as long that. as they are after October 2021, you can use them. Next person. Yes, I'll go on March 4th. Thank you. Yes. Surya. Uh, so, so I have my H1B approved and valid until 2025, my H1 extension. Uh, if I make a H1 transfer now and during the H1 transfer, if I transfer out of, I mean, if I move to India, I mean, for my personal location, uh, would I get I-94 until sometime or uh, when would that I-94 be? Like my main question, my main question to you is that when would you travel 
after joining the company or before joining the company before joining the company i want to um, apply the transfer and then go to india and then you will come back and start working for them yes yes what if the h1b is approved the problem is what if the h1b gets approved before you come back sometimes we are getting h1b approvals within 2 to 3 weeks even if we don't file the premium processing that will create a problem for you if it's pending you come back and you started working for the new company we don't see a problem if it is approved the n94 will not be assured right yeah but why don't you come back and then have them file the h1b that will be much better for you uh, yeah i mean i have a specific situation so i'm not sure like my current employer i think it's not doing well in terms of financials so i'm not sure if i'll have my job so uh, that's the reason i want to file the transfer and uh, go back to yeah then you don't travel course. that's just either i i would recommend to either don't travel or if you travel go come back and then file a h1b though so okay. next person please yes. don't take risk in these things because if you go there you lose the current job you can't even come back you can't even come back Next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you. Uh, this is regarding the travel, like the same, like on the same boat. Everyone's in 2014, so I'm I'm the primary, but my my wife and my kid are planning to travel to India because I'm planning to interfile in the June. So can they travel? If on you the, travel the, and if you use the EAD and advanced parole, it will not be any problem if you wanted to interfile. Okay, and and can they travel if if uh, the F four eighty five application is in pending or in process status? Are they traveling on H four? No, on EAD and AP only. But I don't see any problem in that. Okay, yeah, and and also I'm planning to uh, get their medicals uh, because they won't be available while I do this interfile in June. So is that okay? I would strongly recommend to file the medicals. i would recommend okay. to apply for inter filing medicals right now okay yeah these are the only two questions i had thank you rahul next person please wilson hello mr reddy this is vijay wilson and this is uh, regarding the status that we just got an update on 485 it uh, got changed to uh, your new card is being for me and my wife both so does that mean approval That's, yeah that looks to be yes we're getting a lot of approvals right now you're our client is right yes yes we are yeah that means it's approved that's that's 99% of the time i don't know about the 1% of the time but we, uh, we don't we can't tell that thing and in the in the 1% give me one second let me look into when did you file for 85 uh the eb we had a interfile done from eb3 uh, to eb2 in uh, i guess uh, february 2nd yeah i i'm looking online and you say it says that it's been approved oh is it so oh okay uh, so it might have changed may 13th it's been may 13th it's been approved oh okay so the one which we actually see on our side is it says new card is it's the same thing that's so. that's the same thing we call it as approved okay awesome awesome so i have another question um, when is it officially we can inform our h1b employers so that we can tell them officially it's we are not working once anymore you get the, once you, 
Uh, I would wait until you get the 797. I will get it. You will get it. Um, okay. And so you don't have to wait until the green card comes in. But we haven't received the 797 yet for you. Okay. So we'll wait for until that one comes. And I have one last uh, question. Uh, if we uh, choose to work as independent contractors with the same company that sponsored our green card, is there any issue in that? Whatever you want to do. Whatever okay. you want to do. Okay. All right. Sounds okay. good. Thank you. Thank you. And we don't and we, have we, to worry we, about Right, because those, this application will just stay there. I'm sorry, we, you don't have to worry about the EAD and the advanced parole uh, application. They will deny. They, still sit. they will okay. deny. Sorry. They will deny. Thank you so much, Mr. Reddy, for everything that you Thank guys you. have done. We're... Wish you best of luck in you. Hey, by the way, we do have a different conference call. We're conducting three con three conference calls every week, unlike one. Okay, and I send sure, you the sure. detail. Thank Next person. Hi. Um, hey. Um, yeah. So I'm um, I'm on H1 um, in like my first three year period of the H1, um, and uh, since like October of 2020, and my employer has uh, started the perm process. So they filed for the prevailing wage in January, um, and they want to get a head start. So they're starting the recruiting process as well. Um, so I want to know um, what the. So I mean, like it's taking around six seven months to get the prevailing wage, right? Uh, what's the timeline on, like, let's say the prevailing wage comes back and, you know, recruitment is still not finished because I'm currently working through getting, like, the uh, experience verification letters from my previous employers. Uh, what's, like, mm -hmm. how long is the prevailing wage valid for? Let's say it gets issued in August. What are you seeing nowadays for the validity of that prevailing wage? There's a difference. If it's approved after July, uh, after June, though, it's valid until next year, though. But if it's only approved before uh, July, though, it's only valid for six months, 180 days. Okay, so basically, uh, appro uh, approved before July will be valid till the end of this year. Approved after July will be valid until next year. No, approved after July will be valid until June 30th of 2023. Okay, got approved it. after. But if it's approved yeah. before, it's only valid for six months. Okay, got it. And then uh, uh, the other question I had with regarding this is, uh, so just in the timelines, uh, the recruitment phase, once they start off, it takes like 60 days, right? So essentially the goal is that before the prevailing wage expires, the company has to file the entire form application, correct? Yeah, yeah. But you have six months validity from June, so you will have enough time. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah, okay, got it. And is there any um, like recommendation on, because I think there's a lot of like, like the employers, you know, sometimes, I mean, I haven't had issues yet. I'm just getting started, but I've heard that sometimes employers are, you know, not willing to give you like a detailed verification letter. They're only willing to give like general, like employment letters. In that case, like I'm supposed to reach out to previous, like, you know, colleagues or something. Like, is there any general advice? On yeah. That? Like, uh, I will give you a couple of articles written by my business partner. Mm -hmm. uh, I want you to. Uh, I want you to read those articles if they don't give you the details, okay? Okay. Yeah, no, thank you, yeah. Next person, please. Um, if you have any questions, guys, you can leave messages in the chat group. I will try to answer them, guys, because I'll be Vamshi? much faster than speaking with people. Vamshi? Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hello. 
in g28 uh, shall i have my i485 documents sent to attorney in case i plan to change employer after 180 days i don't know what question you have i mean you plan to change the lawyer you want to change plan to change the employer though if you change the employer the lawyer will still give you the documents to you he won't he won't keep it for himself though um i have only seen one case where the california interfile has been approved as of now kumar only one the same answer goes to shankar and that particular interfiling i don't know it got approved before even i got a receipt notice recently perm got approved in eb2 how can i apply eb2 in both separately with one form of course you can just use the same form make a xerox copy and use it it's okay to relocate to a different address uh but you just have to update the uscis mr saundarajan uh with your new address it's not a big problem what documents do i get if i fad current and retrogresses and my child age is 20 print out all the online thing uscis things they'll be all all the time and email yourself that will be good enough you don't need anything EB three one forty is still processed. You advise initiating a premium process and getting it approved before we interfile. Absolutely, Shiva. Have it have it have it approved though before you interfile. Pratik, you cannot work in United States to Indian office. You don't have the work permit just because the company is in India. No. we consider where your butt is sitting you must have authorization you don't have authorization to work
will renewing H1B switch me from AOS status to H1 if the AP, if you use AP for traveling? Yes, you are right, Vijay. It will be considered that you are back on H1B. Can I file dependence I-485 with the interfiling request pending? You can, absolutely, so you can. You can file it. You should file it. I got my visit. Uh, I got a visit for my H1B, but the job is over with the client two months ago. Now you're asking my employer to provide the status of my employment. I have a 485 AD. Can you use that and ignore the H1B? Yes, Alekia. They can tell that you're working on EAD and, up, up, and that's it. They can tell that thing. That's the reason sometimes it's maybe bad to maintain the H1Bs because these things come up a lot. Like, yeah, they can mention saying that you're an EAD and you're working on EAD. Uh, Ravi Raj, um, how soon after I apply EB2 EAD can I travel? Do I need to have EAD pending? Do I need to wait for the receipt notice? No, you don't have to wait for the receipt notice. As long as the application is pending, FedEx is pending, you can travel. I'm assuming that you're going to travel on um, a travel on H1B and H4 though. My H1B is maxing out tomorrow. How many days do I have to stay in United States of six I'm a bit confused. If your H1B is expiring, you have to leave the country immediately. You can't stay in this country though. Uh, unless you applied for a H, um, H4 visa or some other visa. You can't stay, you have to leave. And you should leave the country. And once the I-140 is approved, you can get the H1B approval and come back. I would always tell people to leave at least one week before the max out of the H1B though. Um, with regards to Mridula, um, can interfile and do H1B amendment, you have to wait for 180 days. Well, after interfile, we do recommend it to wait for 180 days, for sure. There's no linkage between H1B amendment and interfile. They go separately. There's absolutely no linkage between them. I... Raviraj, I'm assuming that it's if you're refiling the 485 though, Raviraj, if you're refiling the 485, I would recommend not to use the EADD. If you're interfiling uh, the for if you're interfiling EB2 though, okay, you can definitely use EADD AP. Yeah, you can change the location and then still interfile, not a problem, Rudula. Uh, predictions, don't ask me, guys. You know, go to Parrot Guy in India, give some, pay some money. I'll pay $5 to it. Let's see what he tells. My forehead has been approved. Uh, wife and kid is not approved. Am I saying can't help? Yep, they can't help. Uh, also cannot expedite AD. My wife loses a job on H480. What can be done? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything that I can tell you. I don't know how to exploit it. Well, Neha, sometimes the biometrics, we get it in two weeks, three weeks. Sometimes it takes 18 months though, even though it's from NBC. Chetan, Pratt, it is November 
routine. I-140 is approved, both interview done, EAD approved. If I want to interfile, can I do it myself without lawyer, signed by an employer? I would recommend just go with the lawyer. That's going to be better. But technically, there's no need for you to go with a lawyer. Uh, but you definitely have to have employer sign it. Mittal, uh, prior to date is 2013. Now, EV3 downgrade moved to NBC today, refiled on May 1st by and biometric. Should I interfile my EB3? I would not. I would not. I would not interfile uh, Mittal. Last year, Shruti, last year we applied for 85EB3. This year we interfile EB2, no update yet. My husband is a primary applicant and his case got transferred to another office. What does this mean to derivatory applicants? Well, all the people should have been transferred though, but sometimes we're noticing only the main applicant is being transferred, the rest of the people are not transferred. That definitely is not a good sign. And there is, you know, there's nothing you can do about it to resolve. That's another problem. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be uh, tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry, we can return to all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.